Thanks to Buffy for supporting The Secret Room. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter promo code SECRET. Thanks to Green Chef, a USDA-certified organic company, for supporting The Secret Room. Go to greenchef.us slash secret75 to get a total of $75 off. That's $25 off each of your first three boxes of Green Chef meals. What's your secret? Sometimes when I feel really insecure, I make up people who like like me <laughs> to make my boyfriend jealous. <laughs> oh my God, don't tell anybody, please. <laughs> oh, it's so rough. <laughs> I truly was shocked. In fact, I remember saying this to somebody that was there. I feel sorry for his girlfriend, and I feel sorry for the person that marries him. (laughs) And that was going to be you. That was me. Today, Kendall joins us in the secret room with a secret that doesn't belong to her. I feel so burdened with this secret of his that at times I've been so angry with him, especially when these things happened. And if I divulge the secret to her, I have to admit to how long I've known. The secret belongs to her ex-husband, and it's being kept from their daughter. This is really difficult, and it's such a deep, dark, dark secret that it's really kind of burdened me a lot. Yeah, it's a really tough one, and I'm interested to see where your head is at with it, so we'll get to that now. Okay. At one point, Kendall confronted her ex, and she told him, You know, if you pass... That secret goes with you to the grave. This is something that truly does keep me awake. Kendall faces a very difficult decision because revealing her ex-husband's secret could have both good and dire consequences. I don't want to lose her. Oh my gosh. There's a huge web of deceit here that spreads out and it touches people whether he wants it to or not. And when Kendall's finished telling her story, I wonder how you'll feel and what you would do if you found yourself in her shoes. Hi, my name is Kendall, and my secret is I don't know if I should let my ex-husband take his secret to the grave. This is The Secret Room, a podcast about the stories no one ever tells. I'm Ben Ham. Hi, Kendall. Welcome to The Secret Room. Hi, Ben. Nice to be here. I was so intrigued when I received your secret, and I'm just glad we have a chance to figure it all out, because there's some outstanding questions. Yes. Just to understand the situation a little bit better, could you tell me what life was like with your ex-husband when you were first married? Well, honestly, we were probably two people that should not have gotten married. I had come out of a three-year relationship with someone that couldn't decide whether they wanted to marry me or not. And when I first met him, he didn't seem to be bothered by the fact that I had been married before and had a child. And as things came together, it turned out to be a total, I don't want to say a lie, but an untruth. In reality, he couldn't actually make that work. He doesn't know how. So how did that manifest itself? How, what, what was difficult for him? Say, for instance, we'd plan some kind of a a holiday or, a, you know, to go someplace, he'd sabotage it. Almost every time he sabotaged it. He'd say he needed to stop by a friend's place and then they'd start drinking. And, you know, eventually it kind of became where he didn't want to go. 
And at one point, when I had moved to where we were living, because I went across a couple states, I ended up leaving. And I just went ahead and went ahead with our plans we were going to do so that I wouldn't disappoint my daughter. It goes back to his upbringing. You know, I think it's true that you really kind of need to take a look at it. another person's family. And had I taken a closer look at it, I would have seen that he didn't know how to deal with being a family member. The one thing that I haven't mentioned is that he's, a, he's an alcoholic. And that was the reason for our divorce. One of the larger reasons. Did you know that when you met him? He lived with a bunch of guys where he was living. And the times that I visited, it was like a party atmosphere. But I just attributed that to being on vacation. And I, I wouldn't say I wasn't aware of it, but I probably ignored it. How old were you when you, when you guys met? 29. And then you got married? At 30, yeah. My daughter at the time was about eight years old. What are some other ways that he, he acted out? Um, we were with friends. He'd kind of do some things that were just, to me, kind of shocking. And I again, I kind of wrote it off as somebody who was on vacation and being kind of immature. <laughs> what did he do? So I wasn't even dating him at the time. I was out. I was basically a fifth wheel. He actually had another date at the time. We came out of the restaurant and there was a man that was a homeless person sitting there and they had gotten some takeout stuff when we left, doggy bag type thing. And he basically kind of threw it at the homeless person. <laughs> but I was shocked. I truly was shocked. In fact, I remember saying this to somebody that was there. I feel sorry for his girlfriend and I feel sorry for the person that marries him. And that was going to be you. That was me. Why did you marry him if you had those feelings? I think because looking back that I was so hurt in the previous relationship and here was somebody that wanted me and didn't mind that I had a child and that I had been married before. So you went for it? Yeah, I went for it. How long were you married to your ex for? About 14 years. And did you have any children together? We had one child, a daughter. So 14 years is a long time to invest in somebody. And, and of course, that, that bond, you know, is, is made stronger usually when, when you have a child. Right. But you decided to divorce. And why was that? I divorced him mainly because he was an alcoholic. He comes to you at some point with a confession. Correct. Tell us about that. Somehow, and I don't even remember what brought the subject up, but he admitted to me that he had had a baby with somebody he worked with. And it's my understanding that she's married. He had a child after you were divorced. Correct. With another woman. Correct. All right. And that woman was married. Yes, she was. Does he help raise that child? No, he doesn't. He told me that he signed some kind of a document that basically relinquished his being a parent. So the mother's husband may not even know right. that he is not the father. Correct. That's what I understand. Wow. Correct. And so that makes this child a sibling of your... My youngest daughter, right. It does. A half-sibling. Right. Hey everyone, Susie Lark here. 
The Secret Room teamed up with Green Chef, a USDA organic company, and they are offering each Secret Room listener $75 off. That's $25 off of each of your first three boxes of Green Chef. Meal plans include paleo, plant-powered, vegan and vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. Go to greenchef.us slash secret75. Oh my gosh, and I recommend this stuff so highly, Susie. I got the omnivore and I loved it. Really? I ended up getting the paleo, which has gluten-free options. Well, that's good for people, you know, like you. <laughs> yes, people like me destined for a life of no gluten. Right. When my girlfriend and I finished the first box from Green Chef, she was like super impressed with me because I could <laughs> actually make a meal. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> the step-by-step instructions, just they just made it so easy. And, and I love the photos so that uh, I have a goal. <laughs> And it keeps me keeps me on track, you know. <laughs> makes it easy. Yeah, I agree. I like the photos too. And there were really a wide variety of these high quality, clean ingredients. And I felt really good about what I was eating and how it got on my table. You know what got to my table? The honey <laughs> mustard pork tenderloins. They were awesome. Yep. What meal was your favorite? Oh man, I had this. Um, it was a shrimp sesame noodle bowl, oh. and it came together perfectly. There were a ton of shrimp. And one of the things that I, I really liked about it the most was that they do the meal planning, they do the grocery shopping, yeah. and most of the prep work for each week. And it's just super easy. You come home, everything is ready, and you still have the fun and togetherness of cooking the meal up but all the hassle's taken out. Yeah, it feels like a fancy night out right in your own kitchen. So well said. You can go to greenchef.us slash secret75 for a total of $75 off. That's $25 off your first three boxes of Green Chef. Greenchef.us slash secret75. So why did your ex-husband tell you this story? I've helped him out several times. He has lived with me after our divorce. I honestly don't know. Uh, He seems to think we're friends. Like I said, I always tried to keep the peace and try not to argue too much or, you know, I wanted her to know that she's loved by both parents, whether or not we're married. So I've always been a person who's kind of tried to keep the peace and I've always tried to take the higher road, be the better person. He's, he's been down on his luck at times. Right now he is. And it's my understanding that he's living out of his car at this point. Oh, my gosh. I purchased a new house a couple years ago, and, and probably six months ago, I allowed him to move in. He proceeded to drink so much that I'm, I'm in bed one night, and all of a sudden, I hear down the hall him yelling my name. And I go out there, and he's sprawled in the, in the hallway. And he's got heart problems, so... The alcoholism exacerbates it. So I had to call an aid car for him. And it happened twice when he was here. When they asked me to go try and find his driver's license, his ID, um, I went into his bedroom and I started looking around and I picked up a duffel bag. And in the duffel bag were two empty bottles of alcohol. It dawned on me that he had been drinking, obviously. But, you know, when he was out in the hall, I thought he was having a heart attack. So I called the aid car and when they come... The guy says, I've met him before, I've seen him before. And I said, yeah, you probably have because he lives in the neighborhood. And uh, I said, I'm just trying to help him out, trying to give him a home. I'm kind of his last person to help him. Anyway, they ended up taking him in the ambulance to the hospital. And before he left, I looked at him and I said, you're out of here. 
I can't do this any longer. It became to be the point where I didn't even want to come home to my own house. What a burden. He thinks that we're friends. You did extend a helping hand to him. I didn't want my daughter to not... I, I didn't... I, I wanted to set a good example for my daughter. Whether or not we're married any longer, we're still kind of a family. Absolutely. No, it's a beautiful thing you did. You gave him a chance. I did. Sounds like when nobody else was going to. I feel so burdened with this secret of his that at times I've been so angry with him, especially when these things happened, that I wanted to say something to her. I've literally come so close to saying it. And if I divulge the secret to her, I have to admit to how long I've known. Mm, It's tricky. And... I don't want to lose her. I, she's been so disappointed by the things that he's done and, and, and the way he's behaved and his alcoholism that I'm afraid I would disappoint her. So your daughter has no idea whatsoever None. that her father has another child. child. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, Ben, that when I go back and look at his history... His mom was from, she was a foreigner. She was from another country. His father married her while he was in Europe. She had a child from a previous relationship. Then she had three children with his dad. And while his dad was away in Vietnam, she became pregnant. I know of at least one time she became pregnant. I've heard that there might have been two pregnancies. He remembers his mom being pregnant, but not bringing the child home from the hospital. Oh my goodness. So that child was given up for adoption. That child, obviously now an adult, because we're in our 50s, has found his siblings. Through DNA testing? No, actually, he somehow he was able to find them. I don't know how. I don't know what the whole story is, but I know that he's in contact with them. So you look at his family history. You know, his mom was an alcoholic a bad alcoholic. She took him to a foreign country to live. They didn't know the language. She basically, at times, kind of abandoned them and left them to defend for themselves. And I have to think that this has had some kind of an impact on him. We talked about this about a week ago on the phone. He's in and out of the hospital a lot because of his heart. When I say in and out of the hospital a lot, like weekly, And I said to him, you know, you really need to start to think about when you're going to tell your daughter, or at least tell me the name of the person. I said, I promise I won't contact her, but I think it's important somebody knows, you know, if you pass, that secret goes with you to the grave. Wow. So you don't even know who the mother or the daughter is. No, I don't. You just know that they exist. I know that they exist. Oh my gosh. And you know... You talked about DNA earlier, and with obviously with the technology and you know how you can do, was it 23andMe, and you can do Ancestry. Somewhere down the line, this child is going to find out that the father that she knows growing up isn't her father. In the in a biological sense, anyway. Yeah. I've taken the Ancestry test, so there is definitely a possibility at some point that could be linked back to my child. Sure, you're in the database. I am in the database. Yeah. And so, 
Have you thought about what you'll say if you're confronted by either of these two children with a test that says, hey, there's a sibling out there? Hey everyone, Susie and I are back with a Buffy.co update. Buffy makes bedding that is super comfortable and super sustainable, and their products are made using only renewable and recyclable materials, which makes them soft on the planet as they are on your bed. Susie, you own a Buffy and I'm super jealous. What's the best thing about it? You know what I like about my Buffy comforter hmm. is it keeps me at the perfect temperature so you feel cozy without overheating. Sounds super nice. How does it compare to your old one? So much softer. There is no comparison at all. It's just like climbing into a fluffy cloud every single night. So are Buffy's really that comfortable, Susie? Oh, absolutely. The Buffy Cloud Comforter is covered in ultra-breathable eucalyptus fabric, which is softer than cotton. And I can speak from experience that you'll enjoy a fluffy, soft night sleep all night long. I just love my Buffy. And something that really impresses me is that the Buffy Cloud Comforter is made from 100% recycled water bottles. And the average down comforter harms 12 geese, but Buffy's comforter is actually cruelty-free. Yeah, I really love that about Buffy, because I don't want to harm animals for the products that I buy. Yeah, me neither. And it's a no-risk purchase? Yep, I love that too, because you can try a comforter in your own bed for 30 nights, and if you don't like it, you just send it back. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter promo code SECRET. That's Buffy.co, promo code SECRET, for $20 off. You know, that's, that again goes back to feeling like I'm burdened. And I ask him, why did you tell me? Why did you even say this to me? And he says, I don't know. And I know what it is because he thinks we're friends and he thinks he can trust me. Well, trying to think if there is any way that you can figure out who the mother is. You know it's somebody that he worked with. I do. Um, the business that he worked at is no longer in business. Uh-huh. So I I don't know where to look for this person. What a puzzle. Yeah. What a puzzle. It is it is a puzzle. Yeah. And if you go to your daughter with it, you really don't have much to say. You can't point her in the direction of where to find her her half sibling. Right. All you can do is give her this mysterious half information. Right. Exactly. And then I have to wonder if she's going to be really angry at me. Sometimes focusing on the wrong person at being angry at like, she might not be mad at her dad, but she's mad at me for never having said anything. This is something that truly does keep me awake. Um, like I told you, I told a couple friends, and she said to me, you need to tell him he needs to tell her or you will. Force his hand at it. If you don't say something, I will. I, I, I don't know how else to approach this at this point. Did did I understand you correctly that because of his health problems, he might not have that much longer? <laughs> this man is living on borrowed time, I truly believe. I'm, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because he's the cat with nine lives. And plenty of people around me have said, I, I don't know how he's alive today. I really don't. As I indicated to you, he's been living in his car. 
at times. He misses so much work with his illness that he can't make a paycheck to pay for even a motel room. And it breaks my heart because I don't want to be cold. And as I've told you, I've extended to him three times to live with me in in a very non-romantic way. Believe me, I have absolutely no desire to be with him physically again. It's more out of sympathy and and because it's not what I want my daughter to see, knowing that he's living in his car or, you know, I, I, I honestly don't want him to die in his car, but I don't want him to die in my house either. Um, sure. Yeah, this is, this is really hard. Wow. Has he told you why he hasn't said anything to the daughter that you share? I think he thinks he would disappoint her. He's disappointed her in a lot of ways. He hasn't been there for birthdays. He hasn't done anything for Christmas for years. He's think he's thinking of himself. He's not thinking about the impact on her. Mm-hmm. You know, from your daughter's perspective, I wonder if it would be a disappointment when she finds out a disappointment in her father. But if there might be some long-term joy gained in learning that you have a sister or brother, right? I thought about that too, and somebody that. You know, she can have a larger family with as she gets older. Right. It all goes back to some document, though, Ben, that he signed, basically giving up legal custody or, or, you know, anything with that child. And really, it's because he can't afford to pay child support. He can't do anything for, for that child. And honestly, Ben, when I look at it and when I thought about it, that child might be better off never having known him at all. Could be. Well, you know, Kendall, I wonder if it's possible to find that document where he signed away his rights. That might point you to the the child and the mother. Well, I don't know where it's at for number one. Right. He might have a copy. It might be in his car. <laughs> right. It might be. Uh, it might be something to be found when he passes. I was just going to say. Knowing the state that I live in, they tend to not put anything document because the child's a minor. It may never even mention the child's name. It would just say a minor, whatever the last name is or something like that. So I, I don't know. You know, and there's some other uh, potential trouble here is if his child that he had with the married woman, if if that secret is revealed, it could potentially upset that family unit. Oh, I've definitely thought about that. And I did say to him, I promise I won't go looking for her. I just think right. that somebody needs to have this information. I'm with you. Right. <laughs> somebody needs to know before he, before he dies. Right. He said that he would call her and talk to her and see what she would say. Will he ever do it? I don't know. She's probably not motivated to reveal the secret if her husband doesn't know? No. There's a huge web of deceit here that spreads out and it touches people whether he wants it to or not. Wow. Yeah, my my heart breaks for all concerned, honestly. And like I said, it's a huge burden to me. There's no question. My heart breaks for you, (laughs) Kendall. (laughs) What a burden. We all want to be loved. We all want to know that we that we belong to a family. I personally think my daughter would be excited to know that she had a sibling out there. Another sibling, I should say, because she has a half-sister. But, I, you know, I don't think right now is the time. I, I, I just can't say it. I, I can't admit this to her right now. I, I don't want him to leave this world without saying something. I have to tell you, this story is so 
uniquely different from all the stories that we have in the secret room because there's really no resolution here. There's just no, there's no end. We're in limbo with you. Right, unfortunately. Yeah, how confounding. Maybe he'll come up with the answer before he passes. Or possibly you'll be able to figure it out when he does, if you can find some documentation. Right. Either way, I hope you'll consider coming back and... Oh, I'll definitely keep you telling us informed about this or come back and say something. When you figure anything out at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Or I'll be having a knock at my door someday, so... Right. <laughs> well, my heart goes out to you and to your daughter. Well, thanks, Ben. Of course. It's, I've been at least able to admit it to somebody. Right. To say something. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thanks, Ben, for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Kendall. We leave Kendall with an understanding of her conundrum. Her ex-husband, failing in health, has revealed that their daughter has a half-sibling. But it's impossible to find her without more information. And even if Kendall could find her, revealing her daughter's shared lineage could devastate another family and could further sow the seeds of distrust with her daughter, who could take this as one more letdown, casting her into an even deeper chasm of disappointment in her father that could now extend to her mom. Kendall and I sat down for this interview a couple of months ago, and she just left me this voicemail over the weekend. Hi, Ben. It's Kendall. I did contact my ex-husband and ask him if he could give me the name of the woman who he had the child with and the child's name. He indicated to me that he would contact her and see what she said. His health is really bad, and I'm just afraid that he's going to pass and we won't have any information at all. So despite the possible cost, Kendall wants to tell her daughter the truth, if it can be told in full. She'll let us know if that happens. See Kendall and her ex at a barbecue and on their wedding day? The pictures are waiting now on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle is at SecretRoomPod. To share your incredible secret, send a note directly to me through the form at our website, secretroompod.com. We make this little indie podcast that could for you. Thanks so much for downloading. Hard at work to make this episode possible. Susie Lark, Sachelle Brooks, Bobby Joe Valdez, and Alessandro Nigro. Chet is the sound engineer. And our music and theme are by Breakmaster Cylinder. Thanks, guys. This is The Secret Room, a podcast about the stories no one ever tells. I'm Ben Ham. Pod on, Ben. Pod on, Kendall. I have a little dog. Okay. And he's been checking in here, so... Okay. All right.